I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And I'm Joffrey. 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 Do you have coffee too? Mm-hmm. Like Joffrey's coffee? Oh, no. No, I don't. I have a, I have a energy drink that's probably rotting my insides. Yeah. It's but all- it's sugar-free. It's- Facts. sugar free those chemicals that they added yeah but it's harmful at all do what i do you need you need a lot of caffeine motor oil motor oil (laughs) with caffeine it's true it's true now we know what zach baggins has uh done to get all that energy yeah Ooh. ooh. yeah Ooh. he gotta he gotta suck down the monsters I'm sure. Well, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. Yes, that's a solid uh, assessment. <laughs> statement. <but> yeah. <laughs> New tagline. But yeah, exactly. so I I, uh, I watch. I only say that, y'all, because I watch uh, Zach Baggins um, for the first time last night. Ghosted Ventures. Ventures. Ghost Adventures, and um, it was a wild experience. I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a bad paranormal podcaster. I I I don't watch the I don't watch the like the ghost hunts. I watch like paranormal movies, right? Like that's my paranormal thing. Is I like the you know the Poltergeist and the and the Conjuring's and the uh, you know Insidious is one of my favorite films. But um, yeah, I, I saw I saw how Zach Bagan Bagans does it, and um, it was an experience. I was not i mean i was anticipating it to a certain degree because of how y'all you know how everyone has kind of talked about him up to the point but he was just so upset the whole time he was just so angry he was so angry he was like at the top of the stairs talking to this like really nice ghost and she's just like i don't want to push you and he's he's like push me push me and I'm like, oh my gosh! It's like, it's like the professional wrestler of uh, yeah. of, of yes. ghost hunting. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I was like, wow, she doesn't. She's not gonna push you. Dude. They got an EVP that literally said, "I don't wanna." Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Like, I don't wanna. I don't want. She was like, Whoa. I mean, imagine someone just kicking open the door to your house and be like, "Push me!" Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, who are you? And what are you doing in my house? He, to- he told a he told a ghost, "You don't belong here." I'm like. Bitch, you don't belong here. <laughs> I'm like, what? Literally. But, you know, that's not what to this... To each their own. To each their own. That's not what today's episode uh, is about. But, yeah, JT is now in the know. Yeah, um, I don't know. But, no. <laughs> no, in the know. But, um, yeah, before we get into today's ghost mail... Ghost mail. Ghost mail. You've got ghost mail. Yeah, we uh, have some announcements. Uh, First off, we want to thank some new para junkies. So we want to thank Xavier, Amy, Francis, Anne, Marin, Ray, Soul88, Kelly, Josh, Angie L, Paige, and Chaos Pokey. Chaos Chaos Pokey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chaos Pokey. 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 Yeah. I'm about it. 
Yes, about it. I'm like, it's just a poke the, bowl. The bowl, like, yeah. yeah you just well, don't know what's in it. Sesame oil and uh-huh. yeah. death. Yeah. yeah, chaos. Chaos. Pure <laughs> chaos. I like it. But Somebody yes. put gummy bears in my poke bowl. <laughs> Interesting. But... <laughs> Chaos. But yes, chaos. But yeah, thank you guys so much for becoming para junkies. And because of y'all, um, and also obviously all the other para junkies who have joined us in the past, um, we are finally over the number that sends us <laughs> that we to, arbitrarily chose. <laughs> yes, that sends us to Waverly Hills. Waverly Hills. Woo! Really, we're going to Waverly Hills to spend the night and get poked by demons. Yes, yeah. most likely with the Ghost Brothers and children. That's true. It seems like we are uh, forming quite the alliance with yes. the Ghost Brothers, which is awesome. Yeah, and when I say children, I'm not saying we're bringing children with us. Like no. there are a lot of child be children ghosts there. There are child ghosts all over that place. So they got their own children. We don't need to bring any of ours. We don't. We don't need children <laughs> on these investigations. No. We can leave that doll behind. Yeah. Bethany. 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 <laughs> but um, yeah, the the Ghost Brothers are obviously, as y'all know, um, they are joining us for the Conjuring House. They are officially all ready to go. Yes. Um, so they will be there with us. Um, and I know Dalen is going to be doing some content as well for his channel. Um, Absolutely. So if you don't already follow Dalen, uh, it's Dalen Spratt on YouTube. Uh, he does really cool little spirit box sessions in cemeteries, which is really awesome. Um, so definitely go check him out um, and look forward to that. Um, but on our side, the para junkies are in for quite the treat, honestly. Um JT has arranged so that there's going to be basically a consistent 12-hour live stream. Yes. On barring uh, technical difficulties. Barring technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, there will be no. No, I am. I am. Knock doing on wood. This. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 Barring technical difficulties. As y'all know, <laughs> ghosts love messing with our yeah, equipment. I was say, so we, we've seen cameras just go down, just yeah, not work at all. Yeah. So I, I'm saying our intention and plan, and what we're working towards. Constant live stream. Constant yes. live stream. But you do have to be a pair of junkie to be a part of that. Right. So uh, if you are looking for something like that, definitely um, become a pair of junkie because I'm sure we are going to do the same thing for Waverly Hills and all the other future. And you get to spend the night live with us in a in the, haunted location. In the in a famously house. haunted location. Ooh, we should stick a camera in the cellar. Work. I was thinking. Yes. Do you still have your 360 rig? I do not. Sold it. We should buy it. Just a simple just 360. Just like a, like a Insta 360 yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. And just set it up in the basement and just run it. Yeah. And that I way, when we, we can put it up as a, a night idea. in the Conjuring House, mm. you can literally have the experience of sitting in a I dark would... corner of the Conjuring House. So I was actually going to put the Mevo camera, the one with the wide angle, the 180 angle, um, in the... Um, in a, like a corner of the cellar, yeah, and that's what nice. I was thinking. But just because it connects directly to the Mebo app, but we could also do 360. Yeah, yeah. well, that the 360, could, I, I think you'd probably just record on it, yeah, and then and later then, yeah. load it up as a uh, VR experience. Ooh, that's you can cool. you can Ooh, put on cool. your VR Dang. kits. Now and, it's gonna make me like spend six hundred dollars on a on a freaking. Um, I think they have cheaper it. versions. We don't need to go all out until we've done it a couple of times. Do you know me, Chris? I'm I'm saying. <laughs> And uh, let me ask around. I might actually know some people who have rigs. Yeah, okay. That are, right. that are already in existence. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to get an Insta360 now. 
Yeah, that's well, a really I think cool it's a, a great, great idea, idea because idea. everywhere we go, if you set it, then you then you basically have content for VR. That's so cool. That's right. cool. You, know, you spend the night I in a haunted area. Night. But we have yeah. ghost mail. Uh, yes, we oh, do have I'm a ghost. Sorry. Yes, no, we do have okay. ghost mail. We're just <laughs> brainstorming out loud. But honestly, that should excite all of y'all for this investigation. Um, we, I have been reading everything about this house. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have been living the Conjuring house for weeks now. Um, so you should be very excited because from what I can tell, it is absolutely insane. So, anywho, getting into ghost mail. Mm-hmm. Ghost mail. Ghost mail. So, first one is going to be from Taryn. Hey, y'all. I have been debating on sending this story in for a while. Despite my feelings on what happened, I am sure some would love to hear it. I want to preface this by letting it be known that I have only talked about this once before due to how bad it terrified me. Well, that's a great way to preface this, Taryn. Um, <laughs> even uh, even now, now as I sit typing, I have tears in my eyes. Oh, wow. I tried so hard to suppress the memory. I would also like to say sorry in advance because I cannot seem to sum up what happened. My brain will not let me. Dang. That is very common for yes. well, it just a lot of spilling out. Yes, you know. exactly. You, you don't want to miss any, any important stuff. It was in the fall of 2015, my freshman year of college, late one October evening, three of my friends and I had made the random decision to sneak out onto the football field. Because what is more fun than sneaking out onto school property after hours? It's a very 80s horror movie of y'all. As we snake our way through the openings and the chains on gates, I felt like this gravitating pull towards the darkness beneath. Away team stadium seats. Um, it was already very dark outside, but upon looking down the tunnel leading underneath the seats, it looked even darker. I shake the feeling off and join my friends. We began goofing off, running around, pretending to play football, just having a grand old time. As we settled down and we all separate to explore the field uh, on our in our own ways, without even realizing it, I had walked to the entrance of the tunnel. I immediately felt the energy shift as it was buzzing in the air. I took a few steps into the tunnel of blackness and a light on the visitor bathroom suddenly started to flash red. Mm. Imagine a strobe light, but they were all red. And against the black, they were ominous. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, despite how terrifying it looked, I was I, I do not recall being scared in the moment. I'm not entirely sure if I was fully aware of what I was doing. It was... As if I was in a trance. For the, uh, for the next thing I knew, I was at the very end of the tunnel beneath the red lights. Mm. That is when I became very aware that something was watching me. And it was close. Ooh. I come from a Native American family. So I know that if you feel something is watching you, you do not look for it. <laughs> that is That's absolutely. That's good advice, people. <laughs> it is very good <laughs> advice. JT. <laughs> yeah. What? Don't look at me. If something's watching you. If something's you, watching you, do not go looking for it. Can I film it? That is looking for it. It's still questionable behavior. But anyways, anyway. <laughs> I look back the way I came and immediately felt this horrible gut feeling that if I were to go back that way, I was going to get hurt. As I turned to the left to look for the other tunnel entrance, I heard a deep growl coming from the right. Mm. That was more than enough to send me running towards the other tunnel. As I was running, I could hear the footsteps of whatever it was being, uh, whatever it was chasing, beginning to chase me. However, 
Um, I was in the darkness as it was, uh, as it were running right beside me. I could see a dark figure from the corner of my eye, but I would not allow myself to look. I knew I had to keep my eyes on the path ahead and stay in what little light the bathroom was providing. Despite having some, um, that gave no comfort as the light ran out halfway up the tunnel. As I raced my way towards the opening of the tunnel, I could feel whatever this entity was reaching towards me. The hood of my jacket was pulled back slightly and the amount of fear that put in me was enough for me to start running hard. I also began to sing, Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yep, there you go. That, that works, but it's just, you know, sometimes those Sunday school songs, they come in handy. Yeah, they do. Well, they, they, they cut to the core of when we felt the power of something like that, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which angered whatever was behind me as it had growled even louder and more menacingly, Lord. which I would like to not. Um, this is something I would always sing when I felt scared or, oh, this is something I would like to note. Right. This is something I would always sing when I felt scared or unsafe. As I made it to the top of the tunnel, I could see my friends laughing and smiling, not knowing the horror I was going through. I tried to yell to them, but nothing came out. The entity laughed behind me. I took my last step out of the tunnel, and as I was about to step onto the turf of the field, it grabs my ankle and I fall. In the process of falling, I had turned around and landed on my back. As I opened my eyes, this red demonic-looking face was merely inches away from mine, smiling at me. The teeth, broken and jagged, looked as if they were dripping blood. Its hand was still on my ankle, and I could feel it trying to pull me back into the tunnel. I screamed the loudest I had in my life. In that moment, it seemed like I had surprised the entity, and my ankle slipped out of its grasp. I remember pulling my foot back and kicking out as hard as I could. I knew it, whatever it was, had to be real because the impact upon kicking hurt my foot. I spun around and ran to my still smiling friends. I turned around and could see the entity slinking back into the tunnel, still smiling and laughing at me. I turn as I finally reach my friends and I am absolutely bawling at this point. They gather around and ask me the usual, what's wrong? And are you okay? I asked them, why did they not think to come help me when I had fallen or screamed? Much to my horror, they told me I had not done either of those. They said I had walked out of the tunnel and I was smiling up until I reached them. Whoa. After hearing that, I ran all the way to my dorm and I refused to come out for days. Goodness. I did my best to ignore and forget everything. I never even thought about it until 2019 when my aunt, my cousin, and I uh, had stayed up one night talking about our family's ghost stories. Something in me just could not hold the memory back and everything came flooding back and I could not keep it in. And so I told them, I hope it was not too long and that I explained it well enough. I do not like to dwell on it much, but after listening to all the ghost mail episodes, I thought it would fit fit well. Thank you all so much for what you do. And I absolutely love the podcast and I cannot wait to watch the Conjuring House episodes. Funny enough, the Conjuring movie is my comfort movie and can easily put me to sleep. I'll stop rambling now. Hope you had some great holidays and happy new year, Taryn. Thank you, Taryn, for sending in that horrifying story. Um, Absolutely. Interestingly, 
as you were describing your story, it reminds me so much of the entities in the conjuring house, bizarrely. Um, so it's weird that I was also thinking, um, insidious, Insidious. the red faced man. Yes. It's like almost a mesh of it. Um, there is an entity from the conjuring house that they don't depict in the movie, which is why I say it's kind of bizarre that you say the conjuring movie is your your comfort comfort movie. Um, there's an entity that presents itself oftentimes in the biggest notable attribute of it. It has sharp yellow teeth. And it reminded me so much of that because it uh, would follow people. It would taunt people. It grabbed people, things like that. Um, Bizarre to say the least, um, because it sounds like such a traditional depiction of a devil. Absolutely. Of sorts. Well, and fascinating enough, uh, there's this, interesting context of um, the period of time when you're walking up to your friends smiling was the period of time that you're being dragged into the darkness. That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, that that fight you're having in, in context of the story that you're telling, the creature had you and was, was presenting as you. You were possessed. And your fight to get free of them didn't actually... Uh, was not complete until probably you had reached your friends, which means that whatever it was, was that close to your friends when, uh, when you finally regained control of yourself, like when it was slinking off into the shadow, smiling, it knew that it was still in control of you. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if a, if a, if a spirit can pull you from your, uh, body, then your body's just this empty shell waiting for, occupation (laughs) and the fact that your friends all saw you walking up smiling you know that you didn't Mm -hmm. scream but you remember screaming and you remember kicking you remember falling those things were probably happening in a spiritual realm while the physical realm your body was already you taken over so uh yeah that's a chilling chilling that's story horrifying um and interesting that it just happened to occur in a school. Um, right. Yeah. Very, yeah. very surprising. That's another one is, yeah. is I'd love to know where, where this is, what region it is. Because, you know, regionally there are different entities that present themselves in different ways. You know, um, there are lots of uh, local lore that can play heavily into, especially at schools, universities, mm-hmm. um, colleges, things like that. There's so much that happens at a college that is, uh, you know, uh, the first time that uh, unbridled youth is away from the family and, and they get up to all kinds of hijinks, uh, seances and, um, you know, uh, rituals, uh, testing and tempting fate. And that kind of behavior oftentimes opens doors that never get closed. Uh, you get a lot of that weird behavior happening. Um, and it is, you know, at the peak of your psychic strength is right there in those late teen years. You know, mm-hmm. you would you would just come into your own and you have a lot of power in that period of time to uh, to alter your surroundings and your environment. Well, thank you, Taryn. Um, and let us know, uh, first off, yes, let us know where, you don't have to say where the school is or what the school is, yeah. but you can- Even regionally. Yeah, regionally, it, just to give us a little bit more context in that way. Uh, also, I'd like to know if you've seen the spirit again in your life, even if it's just in dreams or things like that, um, because that could give us a little bit of context And maybe as a well. little of your family's reaction. Right. Like, if they had anything that, that kind of 
mirrored it or 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 if it spoke to them on any level. Right. Um, but yes, thank you, Taryn, for sending that in. Um, I am so sorry for that horrible experience, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> but moving on to the next one. Um, next one is from Molly. So do 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 do. My husband and I love your show, and we love Savannah. We're both originally from South Georgia, not far from Savannah, actually. Ever heard of Waycross? Oh, yes, Way we have. Yes. Yes. Yep, we have. I drive through, I drive through Way, uh, Waycross all the time going to Tallahassee. Yeah. Uh, we now live in Appalachia in North Georgia, not far from Helen. Hmm. Um, of course, there are lots of spooky happenings up this way, too. I've been wanting to send in some of our stories, so here's the first of quite a few. Oh, boy. The first one, she titled Nosy Ghost or Snoopy Santa. (laughs) (laughs) I pictured, so when I pulled this up, I pictured Snoopy in a Santa. Yes, like the beagle (laughs) um, (laughs) in a Santa hat. And I was like, is Snoopy haunting you? Like, is this like some childhood trauma? (laughs) It's possible. I'm horrified of Snoopy. (laughs) But I don't know. That's just where my brain went with that one. But anyways, um, my husband and I were so excited to visit New Orleans for our honeymoon back in 2020. We are both interested in the paranormal. He's more into cryptids while I'm more into ghosts. We don't do investigations or anything past a walking tour um, or a historic home tour, such as the Sorrel Weed House in Savannah. Um, I say that to say we did not go into any of the experiences I'll share with you guys looking for anything to happen. Now on to what actually happened. We flew out of Atlanta, we're Georgia folks too, um, and made it to our Airbnb late in the afternoon and were exhausted. We had decorated and planned our entire wedding mostly by ourselves, and to say we were ready for a long nap was an understatement. Our Airbnb was located near the French Quarter in an old factory or warehouse. We had to climb a couple sets of narrow stairs all the way to the top floor. This is an important detail later. It was an adorable two-story lofted apartment with a spiral staircase leading you into the loft that overlooked the rooftop of the old building. We decided to give ourselves a tour of the loft, and upon peeking into one of our of the closets, the only thing to be found was an old Santa Claus decoration that stood maybe two feet. It reminded me one uh, of one of that sings and dance. We laughed about how creepy it was and made our way back downstairs to crawl into bed for a much-needed nap. Once we snuggled down to get some shut-eye and mostly still and quiet, I started to hear the sounds of our suitcases being unzipped. Mm. We had a couple of plastic bags to use for laundry or shampoo bottles to keep them from leaking, and I heard those being rustled around like someone was looking through our bags. But it wasn't just me that heard it. My husband did as well. He bolted out of the bed and threw open our door to find absolutely nothing amiss. Our suitcases were still zipped and in the same place they were when we got there. We were equally unsure of how to feel about what we had just about what had just happened, but decided to go back to bed because who wants to fight a ghost when you're absolutely drained? I, for one, am not interested. Wise. Very wise. Um, The next day, nothing happened that we felt was out of the ordinary, except for the lights would randomly click on and off from time to time. We chalked it up to being an old building, as you do. Later that evening, we were settling into bed and nodding off to sleep when we started to hear footsteps overhead. 
It was a heavy boot step, but sounded mostly like a men's light work shoe slash boot. It's, uh, if that makes sense. Um, we heard this off and on all night. My husband said it was probably due to upstairs neighbors. I was so tired and I think part of my brain was trying to rationalize what was happening. So I agreed and went to, and went to sleep. The next couple nights were the same step, 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 step. And I was still feeling some kind of way about it, but I didn't want to go get too hyped up either. I rolled over to my back and hoping that my husband was still awake said, Garrett, I just had a realization. It can't be neighbors making those footsteps. We're on the top floor. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Only the loft was over us, and that's exactly where the footsteps seemed to be coming from. Other than the ghost walking after midnight, cue Patsy Klein, <laughs> and the occasional flickering light, uh, we had a pretty uneventful last night there. We were curious if we were the only ones who were, had experienced these things, so we went to the good old review section on the room listing and checked to see if there were others who had similar experiences. To our surprise, there were. Several people had complained about the lights flickering on and off and having other electrical issues. A couple mentioned uh, feeling off in there and that they had some small experiences of their own. No one seemed to mention the walking or the nosy spirit unzipping their luggage, however. Was it creepy little Santa coming downstairs from the loft closet to check our bags or an actual ghost? Who knows? I'm leaning towards ghost as I'd be... Um, I'd be pretty impressed if it was little St. Nick made it all the way down the spiral staircase by himself. The chances are low, but not impossible. (laughs) I've searched high and low to try to link the actual room for you guys to be able to go back and check it out for yourselves. (laughs) But the room seems to be no longer um, seems to no longer be listed, which is a bummer. Maybe one day, though, I'll stumble across it again and we'll share it with you then. I enjoy your podcast so much. Keep up the spooky dookie stories, and I'll be sending more of our experiences your way. Spooky dookie stories. Ah. Spooky dookie. That's funny, though. I mean, that just sounds to me like classic residual haunting, you know? Uh, Yeah. The the sounds that are are familiar enough to identify, but nothing has changed. You know, you're you're, you're definitely dealing in an environmental, uh, repetitive kind of thing. Um, I do not think it's your Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, as fun that, as that, that would, would be. be plenty creepy. Yeah. If you like woke up and saw a three foot Santa just sort of hobbling around the room. <laughs> I mean, like she said, the chances are low, but, but not, not impossible. impossible. That's very true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never, it's not never. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, but it is weird though that, um, that they would just have out nothing else but creepy Santa Claus yeah. in the closet. Like, what made them think, you know, like, ah. It could have been like an evil troll that was like, must disguise myself. Oh, must I'll disguise. just look like Santa. Ha, ha, ho, ho, ho. So, funny enough, um, my, uh, the, what I thought about when I saw, heard this was, um, you know, those gnomes that have their eyes covered and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of that, but my sister recently told me that those aren't gnomes. They're gonks. Gonk. They're called gonks. If they don't have, if their eyes aren't shown, then they're right, gonks. Right, because the, it's, the, the hat has pulled down over their eyes. And right. Just their nose and beard show. And yeah. so I'm wondering, is this a gonk in it's disguise? A, a gonk. Gonk. 
Well, I mean, gonk. clearly the gonks have taken over TJ Maxx and Home Goods, so you know it's. Um, they are they are very popular in, in craft fairs. That's true. And so I don't know. I just pictured your little Saint Nick, like a little gonk hobbling around, and <laughs> <laughs> or like drawers without hats. You know yeah. those those types. That is not necessary. We don't need to bring them into this. <laughs> Well, maybe it was Saint Nick who was ruffling through your suitcase because that's the only thing that I've that I heard in that that was like mm, that's interesting, but it, it could very well be what you were saying, which is just a nosy ghost being like, hmm, what What's you got this? in What's here, <laughs> you know? You don't use fluoride toothpaste. What kind of weirdo are you? What are you doing <laughs> in here? What they're in New Orleans? What are these accents? <laughs> <laughs> My own guarantee. Yeah. But a little Cajun Santa. A Cajun Santa. <laughs> All right, y'all. So with the um thank y'all so much for sending in um the ghost mail uh that you sent in. We appreciate it. Uh with the last ten minutes of this ghost mail episode, Madison, I have texted you Gary Beeler's uh the the person who oh, sent yeah. in um the uh the photo of the woman in the window. Mm-hmm. In Indiana? Um, yes. yes. So he sent me more information, and I just texted you that information, yep. and go ahead and... Uh, so this is from our last episode. Yeah, of, the, yes. Um, this is from uh, Ghost Caught on Camera. Ghost Caught on Camera. Entity in mm-hmm. the window. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so... Basically, it's two screenshots. One of them is from, I, I'm assuming the post is like a uh, comment thread. Yes. Um, and somebody said, Margaret Bonge question mark because it's it's bond it's it's bongies or bonges tavern that's the tavern name gotcha um and so they said 1978 newspaper side by side a few discrepancies in newspaper articles through the years one said it was built in 1930 or 1832 another 1835 and another 1847 an article about the new owners say charles bonge died in 1982 um, but he was clearly alive and a subject of the article in 1985. And Weird. so they have Weird. a photo of, I'm assuming, Margaret. That's oh, Margaret. Sure. Mm-hmm. And here's old I, gal. I, I don't necessarily see the resemblance. I don't see the resemblance either. She looks... So Margaret has a very distinct um, hairstyle of a curly short cut. Mm-hmm. Very... Um, Could be younger Margaret. Well, it looks very Lucille Ball, though. Like, yeah, and yeah. this and her looks head is 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 more square shaped. Shaped, yeah. Um, and it's hard to explain uh, to people who are just listening to this, but we're basically looking at a picture of a former owner of the building uh, next to the picture uh, of, the of, of the assumed spirit in the window. Yes, and um, there is a, 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 a marked difference just in the face shape. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that's what I'm calling upon. I'm not calling necessarily upon because, yeah, it, it could be a younger version yep. or, or things like that. But that doesn't change like uh, how square jawed. Um, gotcha. Margaret is. It just also this woman looks evil. Margaret looks like a cherub. <laughs> it's like, you know, so. Yeah. Um, and for those who uh, for those who don't know again, like what we're talking about, that we're talking about the um, the episode. It's uh, creepy. It's cre- creepy entity in the window. It's our mm-hmm. last. Um, I think it's 
uh, yeah, it's Our Tuesday's last. episode, last Tuesday's episode. So um, go ahead and uh, check that out. But basically, this is a what we're talking about was a photo of a woman who's like hunched over or on her knees, like in um, in a window behind two guys smiling who just bought the building. No one was supposed to be in there. Yeah, and it was like a super freaking creepy it's photo. So- clear it's a yeah. very clear woman yeah. you know there's there's no question as to what it is in the sense of mm-hmm. you know because uh, sometimes when you see ghost pictures it's 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 a question of of warped reflection or you know something very mm-hmm. hazy or you know mm-hmm. um it, it requires deliberation this doesn't require deliberation you look and you say oh there's a woman in the window yeah uh and then to have someone say well there was no woman in that building or you know when this picture was taken it's like oh well i'm i'm clearly looking at something and what's even more intriguing about it is there does seem to be something in front of her we've talked about this the last time there seems to be something in front of her like she's holding something or you know the more i look at it the more i wonder if it's not another spirit entirely in front of her um so it's very odd uh, the picture is is very compelling, mm-hmm. and also um, looking at the two pictures, uh, Margaret, who uh, in the picture is wearing glasses, has a very um, button nose, whereas the woman has kind of a lo- elongated nose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a witch. <laughs> if you were going for like classic witch look, it's not that far from what you would yeah, imagine, right? Yeah, you know. Um, and then there's another photo yeah. um, that. Uh, to read um, that Gary sent us of, of a newspaper clipping. Once a general store built in 1835, it became a bar in 1933, and many of its original structures have been left untouched. Which is just the way Bonge, Bonge, Bunge. We're going to go with Bonge. Bonge. Because it looks like s- sponge. Yeah. yeah. Bunge. 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 Okay, Bunge. Bunge and its patrons like it. I try to keep things the way they are. People come in and leave souvenirs. Oh. Interesting. People come in and leave, leave souvenirs. So we're leaving which are offerings? Good conversation pieces. Yeah. That's one of the secrets of a good bar. So this place is also a repository of just items. strange items that people bring and leave. You know, that in itself becomes a ghost story of itself because every item is you know, a part mm-hmm. of a life that has been removed and taken and put into this yeah. place. So that's really fascinating. When yeah. customers stop in for a cold drink, Bunge greets them from behind the 100-year-old oak bar and fills the order. He sells only beer and long-neck bottles from the cooler built in 1953. Ooh. That's very interesting. I, lo- I love this concept of it's a repository of souvenirs. Mm-hmm. That means yeah. people from all around, people with all types of backgrounds, all ty- you could have had a serial killer drop off an item. I that's was, a good point. I was just about to say, if I know of a bar that's like, give me your items, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I have something, and I'm not saying I, like me, I, would, I wouldn't do this. Um, I'd use it on the podcast. Uh, but, and I don't want it because there's something attached to it. I'm yeah. going to send it right Absolutely. over there. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's, you know, one of those cool little bric-a-bracs, you know, uh, oh, I, I got this, you know, this, this strange little, little skull. Yeah, uh, and it kind of creeps me out. I'm, I'm yeah. just going to leave it right here, and you, you, you can talk about it in the bar. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody has a debris to torture, you know. <laughs> and so true. But uh, Bunge might have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's very true. But yeah, I think that um, 
I don't know. I think that uh, the 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 spirit in the wood. I actually found a very high definition um, a, a version of that photo because that photo was saved off of um, Facebook and Facebook. Uh, Con- compresses like compresses yeah. everything and uh i found like the original like photo and uh it is it it's even creepier like it's like you can see it really 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 well uh, forever in indiana we should swing, swing by. on oh, by we absolutely yeah. will be going to that tavern <laughs> are you kidding me yeah maybe yeah. we can leave bethany there oh hey if there's still oh, yeah. souvenirs yeah ah. we got a weird box in bethany Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that to me at least is the most interesting part because it's like, okay, first off, that's a great way to um, attract spirits that are like, oh, you're leaving me an offering. I have power. (laughs) Wow. Or, you know, like you said, like with spirits that are attached to things and now they're like, oh, I have a home now in the middle of nowhere. Um, Especially because they're in the rural Indiana. Rural Indiana. But mm. compelling, though, because I think maybe this woman, because that was our biggest issue is we're like, this doesn't look like somebody who would live in a bar, a tavern. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's very possible she could have been attached to something. Um, and that was brought in. Exactly. Yeah. Now she's corn fed. Now she's corn fed. <laughs> we, don't, we don't end up so like that. Corn fed ghosts. Corn fed ghosts. They're hardy. They are hardy. Well, if you're going to, we've said it before, if you're going to survive in those harsh Midwestern winters, you got to be thick. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Thick with energy. And thick so, with energy. Defiant of death. And corn. So. You yeah. know, it's um, it is a it's a very compelling uh, situation. I do not think it's Margaret. Um, I will hold my ground on that I was one. Say, the picture just doesn't seem to have the same, yeah, attributes. Essence. You know, yeah, that, that that sensation of oh, look, it's it's just like like I, I want to say we we had one where like a woman's dead husband was in the picture in the oh, background, yeah. and that was very clear. Even yeah. though the picture itself was kind of like hazy and uh, but all the attributes, you're like, oh, I recognize that nose. Like He had that mustache. He mm-hmm. was wearing a hat, you know, that specific thing. And so it's like oftentimes when spirits present themselves, they are clinging to an identity that will be recognized by someone. Exactly. So, you know, um, in the case of Margaret, uh, having lived when photographs were, you know, a thing. You would imagine that adhering to a look so more closely related to um, who would be recognized. Also, something to mention, does it look like her hand is black, like burnt? Yeah, you know, and it's weird because even now, if you look, it looks like there's a face. Do you see that face right there? Oh, mm. yeah. So it, I would like to see the the mm-hmm. better um, uh, higher quality, quality. Yeah, higher quality, quality image. Um, I'd also like to like, you know, run it through a couple of edits to sure. you know, sharpen and, and darken it um, because there are like looking at it in the small format. There's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that come up and I would love to take a close look. So, you know, stay tuned. We may be jo- uh, you know going back to this yeah. picture uh, right. on one of the podcasts in the future for sure, just to for take sure. a closer look at a more um, clear image of what's going on because it's very possible that in the in the compression we're, we're missing some detail yeah and to it's not to say this but uh, i should preface um 
the person who uh, compared it to Margaret Bonge, that's not to say that that's not a good assumption. It's a solid make. assumption, absolutely. Um, because that's typically when you're trying to uh, figure out who a spirit is, the first thing you want to look into is who lived here, who, who lived died here, here. Who owned it, who had heart here. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just, I don't know, not getting Margaret, getting ghoul. so she's giving ghoul so um you give ghoul every day baby thank you all right little ghouls uh we are going to wrap things up um but thank you guys so much for listening to today's ghost mail um if you have a ghost mail that you would like to send in you can send it to ghost mail at hauntedcitypodcast.com Please send it to that email because if you send it via DMs, I might not see it. Um, it's uh, it gets very muddled in all the when, uh, interwebs uh, things and the DMs and whatnot. So if you send it to the email, it will definitely come across our um, plate. So please do make sure to send that. Also, if you have questions, you can also send it to ghostmail at hauntedcitypodcast.com. Just make sure to put question in the subject so that we know that this is um, for our Q&A sections. But with that, y'all, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all.